I certainly hope I can lead up and <laughs> live up to that lead. Nah, you good, you good, you good. Just, uh, Let's do the mo better. I, I was gonna say, uh, oh, sorry, man. I was like, yeah, I could have, yeah. You know what, man? I, I don't like the fanfare, Kevin. I apologize, man. I apologize, man. Uh, I actually have some audio here, Kevin, as uh, I announce. This thing is still. Uh, new- <laughs> News that is, oh man, we don't even know if we can get it, do we? Yeah, uh, you know, I don't right, know. We'll give it a shot. If not, I'll read the story. I actually have the story mm-hmm. in front of me. Might be sabotage. Dateline Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Dateline Washington. Uh, Sarah Sanders, Uh-oh. your favorite press secretary and certainly mine, is leaving the White House post after a fraught tenure. Let's try and see if we can get this audio. Here. I am surprised that she made it. That is a tough gig. A billion dollars. A billion dollars is uh, what they paid. Uh, uh, let me see if it goes. Is that it? A billion dollars? Just no. moments ago, the press secretary lost. Sarah Sanders. Got, I got Sarah. That's her. Yeah, yeah. we've got two. Dead. That's on your computer, bro. Yeah, let me make sure. Let me make sure because right. I got two competing audios yeah, here. Oh, I know. Damn you. Let me try one more time. Run out. And- you want to do a side by side? Let's bring in CNN. Damn it. All right. Many lawmakers. Just, just. I'm gonna cut it. Get rid of everything but the Sarah Sanders. All right. Let's say. Well, I, I don't have anything else. The Hyundai family. Yeah, pull it down. Yeah, yeah, pull it down. So there's some damn window yeah. open. I don't know. Right. Wait, well, well, you can't close the window? Uh, I don't I don't see where it is. You, you know how, because I, I have all of my boxes up for my stories. So sometimes, hold on. All right, hold on. Let me give you a look. And there is a lot of reason for optimism for these. Okay, there's music playing. Where is yeah, that? Yeah, I'm looking for Where you at? Where you at? Damn well, it. You got something you want to tell us about computers? <laughs> <laughs> you want to... <laughs> Let me just well, do, do the do story. Do you secretly not know how to use a computer? <laughs> Let me just do the story. Uh, White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders will leave her position at the end of the month, capping a tumultuous tenure as the president's chief spokeswoman in which she largely redefined the role. Uh, president Donald Trump announced on Twitter that Sanders will return to her home state of Arkansas and floated the possibility of a gubernatorial run. Oh, man. Uh, she wants more? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the, the announcement of her exit, which coincided with the 94th day since she last appeared at the podium, which I hadn't realized. But, no, we haven't seen her in a long time. That's a stressful yeah. job, bro. Yeah, yeah really also cast a spotlight on the scope of changes she ushered in, offering a vanishing degree of accountability to the position. It takes a certain type of person to be able to do that. Um, not just saying that I don't believe in she's the mouthpiece of the president, Pretty much, I, but any administration just to right. take those bullets, and no one ever likes a press secretary ever. The, the, a press secretary is the equivalent of a defense uh, attorney or, or, or a junkyard dog, uh, or, or that too. <laughs> uh, a combination of yeah. both. Where you may know that your client is guilty, but you got to go, you got to go hard at it like yeah. that junkyard dog. That is true. Yeah, you take, you're you the take, mouthpiece. You yeah, take the bullets too. A- absolutely. My question is, she was the third one, right? In that in that position. Uh, Throughout the she may of, be the th- yeah she yep. may be the th- she may yep. be the third one so I think she lasted the longest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed like she had no one handled the press like she did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Here, here's the thing about it though. I mean, I know that she's done her time and she's gonna go back to Arkansas or whatever. Yeah, maybe she's looking at 2020 and going, I can't take four more years. No, she definitely. <laughs> well, once you get you don't, she doesn't need anymore. No, no. no if you think no. about it, it's a resume builder. It would only be an eight year job anyway. Right. So it's right. a resume builder. You get out now. You don't have to go through that whole thing again. And now you put yourself in a position to be the governor. I, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a great strategy. I started out looking at it with a wonky eye, uh, basically because she was looking at me with one. But, <laughs> so you're looking at it the same way. <laughs> but I actually, and I'm not. This is no troll. Don't I, say it. I grew to like her. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say she was hot. 
she she all right, you know. <sighs> she in Arkansas seven. Come <laughs> Arkansas seven. I don't even want to know what an Arkansas yeah. seven look like, yeah. but if that's a seven, whoa, what's a ten, right? Oh. But uh, you know, and I especially there was one time when she broke down or almost broke down. She can't break. It down. was after it was after a school shooting, and someone said something to her about not having empathy for children in light of. Uh, gun laws being not not being passed, and she almost broke down talking about the fact that she was a mother and she understands. What? She's a mother? Yeah, yeah. Oh, how can she robots have babies? Yeah. And she's married too, yeah. yeah. Married to who? She has yeah. a couple of babies. A man? Uh, yeah. I personally. I, I bet she don't cook. <laughs> <laughs> she cleans and. Yeah, oh, I bet that would be a, I bet that would be a struggle uh, plate from hell. <laughs> she has, I personally will miss her. She has told colleagues and friends that she thinks running for office would be a good next move for what her. What about running for exercise? Y'all cold, man. Y'all cold. Right. I gotta get my Huckabee fat jokes uh, up. All right, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, this, this is the last time you could do it. Uh, I know. That, that's a, all right. Now, now, uh, and uh, file this one under. Oh, we'll get this. Four St. Louis uh, police officers oh, charged yeah. with beating. Oh, undercover colleague. Oh wow! They beat a, the cops. Beat an undercover cop. Get this scenario. The system's broken. Uh, <laughs> a federal grand jury in St. Louis indicted four city police officers Thursday on charges that three of them beat an un- undercover police officer last year, and all four of them covered it up. The Justice Department. Wait, all said. four of them covered it yeah, up. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. was, oh yeah. Oh. Um, uh, Did they knew you? Oh wow! This is what I'm gonna tell you. St. Louis Metropolitan. No, because he was undercover. No, no. When they were beating him, was he like, "Oh, I'm a cop"? And uh, no, yeah, he was not, screaming, "I'm not, a cop" the whole time. I, I, yeah, they no, had to. I don't think you. No, you, I, as an undercover cop, the first thing you, you learn is not to break cover. Wait, hold uh, on. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. Not to break cover with non-police officers. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't, hold on. You, wait, you can't just say, well, I'll just take this beat down. Yeah, I'm right. not going to show my badge. I'm not going to. Well, yeah, this ass whooping from these cops, I'm going to uh, take it. I, I, didn't know, I don't even know nothing about this story. Uh, he was screaming, I'm a cop the whole well, time. No, no, let me tell you. I'll give you the story. St. Louis Metropolitan Police Officers Dustin Boone, Randy Hayes, and Christopher Meyer slammed the undercover officer, a 22-year police veteran, to the ground, kicked him, and beat him with a police baton, federal prosecutors say. A fourth officer, Bailey Coletta, is accused of lying to a federal grand jury investigating the incident. The alleged attack occurred amid the chaos in downtown St. Louis following the acquittal of a former police officer who was accused of first-degree murder related to the shooting death of a civilian. The victim, identified by the initials LH, was working undercover to record and document criminal activity so that the St. Louis police could arrest individuals who were committing crimes. So he was in the crowd posing as an agitator. Right. Mm. No, no, not posing as an agitator. He was complying and not posing a physical threat to anyone, according he to the He was just papers. in the crowd undercover yeah, doing his own right. thing. Okay. Undercover black. Right. Yeah, I mentioned oh, wow. he was black, right? Oh, oh was he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. you didn't mention oh, that. Man. Here you go, right? Wow. Yeah. Well, well I, I, I'm still not understanding that. Did, did he reveal that he was under? When when did this happen? You know, I I, I don't believe. I believe the reveal happened after the beating. I mean, you know, it's hard to say you a cop when there's a baton in your face. Yeah. <laughs> and but what that was might- ha- what was happening that he deserved? Like, if you take the, that he's a cop out of it. Right. What was this person doing that deserved a police response? They don't give any specifics other than he was complying and not posing a physical threat. You know, wait, 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 you, no, no, wait. How do you are you complying and not posing a physical threat, and then you get beat by four cops? Well, or three uh, cops. Uh, I'm a, yeah, was this at a rally I'm or something? Give, I'm gonna give you four. No, but he was standing there, complying and not. Yeah, can ahead. I give you four words? Yeah. 
when they see us. Oh, man. Uh, oh, no, no. Hey. Oh, man. How, how, how oh, when they uh, see uh, us? Maybe I'll, I hope, may they go blind. <laughs> <laughs> These are serious charges, and the vigorous enforcement of civil rights is essential to maintaining public trust in law enforcement. They all could face, uh, they all could face up to 20 years, a mandatory uh, 20 years in jail. So we'll see how that works itself out. Uh, this is such a weird case where they're it all, is. hey, okay, we just beat you up. My bad. Let's just act like this Well, didn't no, happen. it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't even just just that. Oh, the three officers accused of beating the officer face charges of willfully violating LA's constitutional rights. Uh, Mr. Myers, the fourth officer, faces a destruction of evidence charge for destroying LH's cell phone in an effort to frustrate the investigation. And all all charge all officers are charging faces a uh, uh, facing charges of attempting to obstruct grand jury proceedings. Mm. So there was the beating, and then there was the summary. Uh, a cover up. My right my now. question is: Are they still police officers after all this? Uh, that information I don't have in my story, but mm. I would imagine if they're uh, under grand jury indictment, mm. that they are no longer uh, cops. That are on or on paid leave or something. Uh, well, that yeah. could be the case. Uh, an Instagram influencer who has traveled the globe says she regrets not being honest about her experience in the Dominican Republic as the country faces scrutiny over recent tourist deaths. Mm. Court, get this story. Cora Smith, who runs the Instagram, the Great Escape blog, along with her husband, Jay, traveled there three months between 2018 of uh, March and June to kick off a two-year trip around the world. On, the ins- on Instagram, the couple can be seen, they're from Orlando, smiling on sandy beaches, hiking through waterfalls, and spending time with others. In a story published in a blog post last year, she shared to the insider this week, Smith claims she was nearly kidnapped and sexually assaulted in separate incidents in within weeks what? of arriving in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I've finally changed my tune on DR. I'm not going. I thought you said that yesterday. Well, you know, Thanks. a lot of times, this is just like the BP oil spill. Mm-hmm. That was the best time to go to BP and the best time to get a deal on some shrimp. So <laughs> I can get a shrimp. <laughs> what? The oil of shrimp. Oh, yeah. it's it's yeah. flavored for you. But you do. This is the time to get the, the sweet, the sweet you always wanted. Time to get a beat down. No, don't, you, don't drink. Don't mess with the mini bar and you're good. Yeah, just buy your own liquor yeah, and then bring, no, it up. bring your own liquor. Yeah. Yeah. Get drunk on the plane. What about yeah. that couple that was just driving in their car? What about, okay, uh, oh, you never get a car in a third world car. Didn't left, I tell y'all that? All right, yeah. what about Big Poppy that was just sitting in a bar? Yeah, well, you went in a bar. He was in a very nice restaurant. Okay, yeah. so you can't, go to a, you can't go to a restaurant, you can't drive in a car, and you can't drink at the mini bar. Just sit, stay, in your, stay in your hotel room. Yeah, well, hold on. Don't. They was probably side-eyeing people and doing <laughs> yeah. weird oh, stuff. And, you know, Big Poppy died in there. Messing with, he's messing with the bosses, lady. yeah, and, uh, and, and doing stuff like I'm Big Poppy and yeah. you know, doing stuff like Get that. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's more to this stuff. We were very worried about bashing anyone or anything. In all honesty, influencers are too scared to tell the truth and feel they need to show the beautiful side. Most people only want to hear the positive things. Smith did not go to police with her allegations, claiming the officers previously threatened to take her husband's money and put him in jail if they didn't give him his wallet. Hmm. So now you got the police shaking him down. Oh, wow. The whole time I was there, every fiber of my being was questioned, she said. I was miserable. I was sad. I was depressed. And it created a depression that stuck for the better part of the year. She is now in Ibiza, Spain. Ibiza is nice. <laughs> <laughs> so Ibiza is not taking off the books. Nah, nah. Ibiza is. I think that's like um one of the places. It's like a, like a big party city. It's like a Vegas of uh, of Europe almost. 
and uh, filed this one under, it takes a comic to lead them, or and a comic will lead them. The House Judiciary Committee unanimously passed a bill which would permanently reauthorize the 9-11 Victim Compensation Fund Wednesday, the day after comedian John Stewart gave impassioned testimony in support of the bill in a video that quickly went viral. I actually watched that entire video. Did either of you? Mm-hmm. Which one is this uh, now? John Stewart going before the House Judiciary Committee. Here's the I did not hear him House saying it, but I, I had it on and I had the closed captions on and I read what he said. Dude, it was, I mean, he he took them to task. He basically did his show on them. Yes, he like, did. That's, how, that's what he's good at. Yeah, he yeah. did his what, show on them. What my favorite part was when he said, and he pointed to him, he goes, there's not a person up there that didn't tweet, never forget. Oh, he mm. flipped it on. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, saying, you use that hashtag. But now what are you doing? Damn. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Bars. And, uh, yeah. Damn. And then pointed out how sick and dying first responders showed up to a house that was half empty. And it's not the responders' job to be there. It certainly is the house's job to be there with something as important as the 9-11 compensation fund. Uh, it is now. And he also had an issue with it being having to be renewed every five years. He didn't say this, but I will paraphrase what he was saying. Uh, If we never forget, how come we have to be reminded every five years Mm. to put money into the fund? So go ahead. John Stewart, you want to talk about somebody? When we were talking about uh, Huckabee Sanders Mm -hmm. running for office, here's a guy. Why would he want that? I don't know why anybody would want it outside of He does not want that. That's why he's not. You know, dude, he wants to do what he did. Right. Go in there, drop them bars on. He could be much more effective doing this than being beholden to a group of people, which he's volunteered to be beholden to the 9-11 right. victims. So right. let him. This is what we need. We need less people to run for office and just go in and do that thing that you can do. More, uh, Yeah. You're, you're absolutely, just do what you can do and go back right home. Get out your ego. Yeah. And I would say all of us are beholden to never forget. It shouldn't be just on his shoulders uh, at all, but it's certainly. Well, 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 this is. We got to put some stuff in line of what we don't need to. Like, we done forgot some stuff that we need to remember before that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Say, say there's a lot of stuff we don't. Need I mean, there's a lot of stuff we forgot <laughs> yeah, that we need to never. But this. It's, we can we can walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. Absolutely. It's not an either or. Let's get everything right. I will never understand that whole pro military. Pro first responders, all you kind of lump the firefighters and all of them into people who put their lives at harm's way to protect us, whether it's here in the army, overseas, whatever it is, and we want it. And these people volunteer. We have volunteers right. to do this, right? And we we just don't take care of them, right? They You're come right. back broken, and we just kind of we talk that talk. We did the same thing with the Vietnam but veterans. Why do we do that with our soldiers? I don't get it. I'll never get it. Like they should have too much. Absolutely. Yeah. There should be an overabundance. Absolutely. I would feel horrible if I was a politician and I was hearing the reports of the veterans in my district and out there homeless and struggling. Oh, man. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. File this one under. If you want to work high, Nevada is your place. Nevada bans employers from refusing to hire people who fail marijuana tests. <laughs> Started in January 2020, it will be illegal for employers in Nevada to discriminate against workers for marijuana use. Employers will still be allowed to administer pre-employment screenings for other drugs, but a positive result for cannabis can't be used to not hire someone. 
There are exceptions for people applying for jobs as firefighters, EMTs, other jobs that require driving a vehicle or any job where the federal government requires testing. You know, uh, that's crazy because when my buddy went out to, to Vegas to work in one of the casinos to just become a bartender, um, they take hair samples to uh, to make sure, and yeah, they oh, don't they're want going no- deep, deep, deep. Yeah, they want to go deep to know your history of drug use and everything, because you're, you're you're around money. You know, you're you're in a casino, so that doesn't. Yeah, I mean, that- potheads ain't trying to steal your cash. You never know. You Those know, are the people pot- on coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this the, is true. Nevada is the only state thus far to prohibit employers from requiring applicants to pass a marijuana test. Nevada's governor signed the bill into law last week. Let's go right here with keep your cigarette butts off the beach or pay up. Fines are starting at $250. A statewide smoking ban is in effect at New Jersey's beaches, and it took effect in January, although towns can designate up to 15% of beach acreage as smoking areas with signs that say so. But breaking the ban could cost you $250 to $1,000. See, they got they, they 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 have their priorities in order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, people smoking on the beach. Well, no, this is <laughs> like well, the, well, like whenever I go to Cocoa Beach, and you see it though. Oh yeah. Anytime you put your hand in the in the sand, it's like an ashtray. There's so. Oh, I won't do that. I won't do that. Yeah, it's it's just nasty sometimes. So. Yeah, I get but, it. But, you know, you can't be more outside than when you're at the well, beach. Well, you're at the beach. <laughs> outside yeah. forever. Yeah. You ever smell that seawater? <laughs> I need the cool, refreshing stench of a, a Paul Mall to cover up all that fish poop and seaweed Not smell. Not Paul Mall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Uh, and finally, I think you'll be excited about this, Kevin. Oh, I'm excited. So- <laughs> I can tell. Sony announces reboot of the Boondocks. With creator Aaron Magruder. Oh, oh my nice. goodness. With Aaron yeah, Magruder. Yes, nice. yes, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Variety reported that Sony Pictures Animation has announced a host of new projects slated to be released in 2020, including a Boondocks reimagining. Uh, Fans initially feel the terminology means the studio will smooth out the show's trademark edginess, but the partnership is actually a rekindled connection. Uh, Sony handled the production of every Boondocks season except the fourth. Season four was the only one made without creator Aaron Magruder. Do you you know that? You can smell it from a mile away. Because because it was just they made it. You take the creator out of the show and you have someone to get in there and try to figure it out. And probably did not have the not agenda, but not have the purpose. Mo, it's it's almost like if um, if from this point you took the rest of your movie and you gave it to somebody else, right? And you go just and then you see what they did with it, and it's nowhere near because it didn't have the creator's touch on it. They may go, man, there's too much laughing in this. I need some more horror. And and can I I just can I just. That, that, and, and well, Aaron Magruder didn't like what they did, and they, they got the worst deal ever. The, the Boondocks people—they should have been set up. They should have been set up like The Simpsons and all of those people. The way that show, because it was a hit. It was a hit in a it, lot of places. It was amazing. I watched. It. it was one of the best TV shows I've ever watched. It was uh, beautifully scripted, and the characters within that show were were, were phenomenal. Was there an issue with uh, Magruder and the fourth season? They were, playing, we they were playing dirty. Okay, they were playing dirty with them, and you know when you create something, you, it's your baby. Yeah. Well, to solidify that the show will continue to provide hilarious social commentary, Sony revealed that Magruder is back on board to guide the creative direction. I, I mean, season four had one good episode. Remember, like uh, there was that one episode where uh, Granddaddy was uh, dating a Kardashian. I can't respect none of it. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Aaron, was- Aaron didn't watch. It. Yeah, he didn't watch it. I thought that was that was one good well, episode. Well, man, you got to ride with the, you got to ride with the creator. <laughs> As a creator, I agree with Kevin on yeah, this one. That's true. Bully. Uh, that's the more better news.